This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Are you ready for some football? Before the kickoff for Sunday's Super Bowl between Seattle and Denver, get comfy on the couch and get ready to see how four-legged athletes perform on the gridiron. We kick off on Sunday with the premiere of the Kitten Bowl airing on the Hallmark Channel at noon Eastern and Pacific and 11 a.m. Central. Then we celebrate Puppy Bowl 10, airing on Animal Planet at 3 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. Now, listeners, you're in for a double treat today because on our show we have the human stars from each of the pet bowls. That's right. Later in the show we will have the Puppy Bowl referee, Dan Schachner. But let's kick off this show by welcoming the announcer for the Kitten Bowl. You know him best as the radio play-by-play announcer for the New York Yankees, the legendary John Sterling. Hey, welcome to the show, John. Did I do the the right? (laughs) You were great. You were terrific. (laughs) Hey, we're going to hear more from John. We got to stop right now. We're talking timeout on the field. We've got to take a quick commercial break. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We are all football, fur style. I'm talking about having the announcer for the new debut of the Kitten Bowl, John Sterling, and later in our show, the referee for the Puppy Bowl 10. I'm talking about Dan Schachner. So we're continuing with John. Hey, we're talking football kitty style. I mean, you got me as curious as a cat. You've got to give me the lowdown on this, Mr. Announcer. Well, I would love to give you a lowdown, but I have absolutely no idea what to expect. I think you'll think it's fun and adorable and cute. And we have um, 30 kittens running around on this full football field. 
They've been put onto different teams, and we'll see on Sunday. Now, I'm going to do Eastern Time. So okay, go ahead. Have to, okay, so it's a three-hour show. Okay. And it's on Hallmark Channel from noon to 3. Excellent. So that would be 9 to 12 your time. Then they're going to replay it 3 to 6, so that would be noon to 3 your time. And then they're actually going to play it in the East from 6 to 9 for the third time opposite the Super Bowl. And as I've said, now we'll find out who hates football. It's going to watch... <laughs> The Kitten Bowl instead of the, the Super Bowl. But you, you have two opportunities to watch it beforehand. Right. And, um, you know, Howard Stern's beautiful wife, Beth Stern, is a great animal lover. And she's the one who really deals with the animals. And along with a gal from L.A., a young actress named Renee, who's beautiful and lovely. And she and I do the play-by-play. And we have guests drop in. Regis Philbin drops in for a moment to broadcast one of the games with us. And, um, you know, the real thing happened um, on the set. Uh, I walked out one day, but the first day, there were two days when we were shooting. And Beth Stern came over to me and said, hi, John, it's, it's really nice to meet you. And I looked at her and I almost dropped dead. She is so beautiful. <laughs> you know the term drop dead beautiful? Beth yeah. Stern is drop dead beautiful. So You were an ageless wonder, so hey, it's uh, even un- up. Un- Unfortunately, Howard wasn't there. I would have loved him to be there. But anyway, so this is a three-hour show, and I think it's really different and very unusual. And you know what? I have no idea what it's going to be like, but I hope it'll be very good. No, I think it will be. And we do want to give a shout-out for the group that is benefiting by the Kitten Bowl. I'm talking about the North Shore Animal League America. That is such a renowned shelter. I've been there before, and I salute what they're doing. But come on, we got the kittens. You're right. You have no idea what to expect. But can you tell us a little bit about some of your tweaking of your legendary sayings that you do for the the New York Yankees that you're going to be trying to do feline style for the Kitten Bowl? You know, one of the cats is named Tom Cat Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry he didn't make it to the dance, but yeah. And, and, and one other that I think is pretty good, you know, if you've read the great running back of Seattle, Marshawn Lynch, who's called Beast, and, um, he, you know, he, he's the one who didn't want to talk during the uh, media day. A man of few words, and but a, a tough customer, and his teammates take care of him. He know, they know how important he is to their team. Well, we have a cat, and he's called Meow Sean Lynch. So there's a couple of them, Tom Cat Brady and Meow Sean Lynch. <laughs> and, and there's many more, but I can't remember what I said because it was so long ago. Well, how is but, it uh, going to work? How do you do the kickoff for the folks so they get a little bit of an idea? We're going to post the show today. What's the field like? You said the faux football field, but... Yeah, you know, it's, you can't believe what a beautiful field they built. You know, it's the rich green astroturf or, or artificial turf. And there are stands around this field and goalposts. And the kittens, they jump up on the goalpost or jump over the goalposts. They jump up in the stands. <laughs> and uh, I'd be lying to you if I told you I knew what I was going to see. Because this is all being put together out where you are, out in L.A. And so Eastern Time on Sunday noon, I'm going to put on Hallmark and I'll see what I see. And I hope it looks good. I hope it sounds good. I think it's a good challenge for you, Mr. Play-By-Play. And, and, you, and you know, I, you talk about the, the North Shore Animal League. I just want to get a little plug in. We're sure. hoping that all the kittens, after people across the country see these adorable little kittens running around, we hope that they're all adopted. I mean, that would really be the key for the show if we had all the kittens adopted. I think that would be the winning feat for the Kitten Bowl. And you're going to be using everything to entice these kitties. I heard wand toys and lasers, and there's going to be weave poles and tunnels. I mean... 
To me, I just witnessed feline agility at a cat show. That's a new one. And so it sounds like it's similar to that, that these some of these cats really dig acting like dogs going up and over and through different obstacles. Yeah, I, I again, I don't know what I'm going to see, but I hope I'm going to see something that's really good. And I think that people get a big kick out of it. It's a great undertaking, three hours. Yeah. But, you know, I think that they'll put it together absolutely great. And uh, what about the Yankees this year? What's your predictions? You've been a uh, man in the mic since 1989. You're talking to an ex-sports writer, so that's why I know and respect you. Well, last year, as you know, they had a very un-Yankee-like year, even though they were over 500. It tells you what a great job Joe Girardi did. They were just killed by injuries. Yeah, um, they were. Last year, when, when you lose Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, Curtis Grandison, and Mark Teixeira from your lineup, I don't care who you are, you're not <laughs> going to have a great year. So I, I thought it was unbelievable that the Yanks finished over 500. But that's not good enough. You know, the bar is set so high for the Yankees all the time. And they had, I've been very lucky, they had made the playoffs 17 times in the previous 19 years. And I believe that a broadcaster sounds much better when he's doing winning games. Yes. So the Yankees went out and adopting George Steinbrenner's philosophy, spend money to make money. Now we'll see if they sign the right people. And they went out and signed so many terrific players. Brian McCann and Jacoby Ellsbury and Carlos Beltran and Brian Roberts and Kelly Johnson, and then they won the bidding war for Masahiro Tanaka, who was 24 and old last year in Japan, <laughs> and they've nice. been scouting him since he was 17. And you know what? That's the beauty of sports. You know, you said you've been an ex-sports writer, so you certainly know this. Right. You know, no one can predict, but it's very intriguing. When we go to a camp in, in the month of February and then play the exhibition games in the month of March, and then the season, it'll really be intriguing to see how good the Yankees are. And we definitely want to do two things because you've got that voice. We want you to do the home run call for Yankees, and then I want to hear what you're going to do for the, the Kitten Bowl. you got to do it in the John Sterling style. Our listeners are waiting. Well, you know, the, all the nicknames of the players on home runs has become, I guess I'm very lucky, it has become a cottage industry, and now I'm expected to do something for every player. But it really all began with Bernie Williams. All right, let's hear the Bernie so, Williams call. Let's so I'll, give you, do it. I'll give you a Bernie Williams home run call. He's facing Randy Myers <laughs> in the first game of the American League Championship Series in 96, and we're in the 11th inning, and the game is tied, and Myers deals, swung on, and hit him in the deep left field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. Bernie goes boom. <laughs> so, burn, baby, burn. <laughs> He was All the right. first. Tell me what you're going to do when there's a spectacular uh, feat by a feline at the Kitten Bowl being aired on Hallmark. How are you going to – let's hear something. Well, the only problem is I've already done it. I frankly don't know what I've done, but, you know, we'll do a few things involving the kittens and football names and things like that. I wish I could remember it. And honestly, I can't. I'm letting you down. That's okay. That's sense. okay. As I said, when we do, when I look at the Kitten Bowl, I'll be seeing it for the first time. I have no idea what it's going to look like, but I think, I hope it's going to be terrific, and I, I hope people will tune in. 
Oh, they're going to. And I want to remind everybody, it's going to air on the Hallmark Channel three times on Super Bowl Sunday. The first one is at noon to three on Eastern, then uh, three o'clock Eastern, and then again at six o'clock on Eastern. And it will feature both John Sterling and the host, the beautiful Beth Stern. And you got some drop-ins. You mentioned Regis Philbin. You got Rachel Ray as Hoda coming. And you got some good headliners that do a lot of good for pets. And all of this is to benefit the North Shore animal. League America. So, hey, going to getting caddy for a good cause sounds like what you're ready to do, John. Indeed, and uh, I hope I get passing grades on the kitten bowl. <laughs> Not that there's another kitten bowl to do, but <laughs> or there are many during the year. But you know what? That would be the best thing if the kittens get adopted, and yes. if we had, and if we entertain some people, that'd be very good. Well, I think this is the time where cats are really showing, starting their stuff. And there's many talents that they've hidden from us. And they're going to be showing them at the Kitten Bowl on Sunday. And I'm, I wish the Yankees much success. I grew up in Chicago, so I just give up. <laughs> so I'll have to root for the Yankees. <laughs> Can I tell you, you know, you said you grew up in Chicago. Can I give you a great line? Now, this is when we were hitting the new millennium. Okay. And some Chicago writer, now the White Sox hadn't won. Now, they, since then, they've won. It was an old right. five, right? We're talking about the Cubs, too, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. So the Cubs and White Sox had had their problems, and this guy wrote, look, he said, they had a bad century. You've been a delight. I look forward to seeing the show, and I applaud you for being willing to announce play-by-play for probably one of the most challenging and quickest sports events on the planet, the Kitten Bowl, airing on Hallmark Channel to benefit the North Shore Animal League. So thanks, John, for being on the show. Thank you. I want to thank our special guest again, John Sterling, for telling us all about the Kitten Bowl that's going to be airing on the Hallmark Channel on Sunday. And now... Woof, woof, woof. We're ready to go to the hounds. We're going to be talking about all the new things to expect in Puppy Bowl 10. And here to share that with us is the one and only, the referee, Dan Shackner. We've got to take a quick commercial break, so everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash. Right after these messages. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. This is Charlie Batch, quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm with Arden Moore on Obehave on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, before the kickoff for Sunday's Super Bowl between Seattle and Denver, I want you to all get comfy on the couch and catch Puppy Bowl 10. This year's canine gridiron game promises to be bigger, better, 
and probably a little more fur. Puppy Bowl 10 airs on Animal Planet at about 3 o'clock Eastern and Pacific, and it promises to unleash new content every hour. And here to share more about this furry football fest and making his debut as the referee for Puppy Bowl 10, the one and only Dan Shackner. Hey, welcome to the show, Dan. Thank you for having me. All right, all right. I'm talking about Penguin Cheerleaders, a halftime, mm-hmm. a Meowbolus halftime with the keyboard cat, and oodles and oodles and oodles of poodles and puppies, and oh my gosh, all things DOGS. Tell us about what people can expect this year. Well, for starters, we're very excited. This is our 10th anniversary, so we're really pulling out all the stops this year. Yes, we have Keyboard Cat, as you mentioned. We've got Penguin Cheerleaders. We have our, our old favorites like the Hamster Blimp Cam. We've got Meep, the Tweeting Bird, who's going to give us game updates throughout the show. Uh, we've got other great new interactive features like this year for the first time ever. Our audience will determine the MVP, Most Valuable Puppy. It will not be us. So oh, okay. every game, yeah, the, the two-hour event and, you know, continues to air. They repeat airings first at 3 o'clock and at 5 and at 7. And at every airing, the online polls will be open. And as the game proceeds, you can vote for your favorite pup. And based on our audience votes, we will change our ending and showcase that puppy as MVP. So that's what the new content is all about. I know I want to make sure that people know where to go. So they do need to go to animalplanet.com slash puppy bowl. You have so many great videos on there. I was like, hey, I got to get some work done. I was like absorbed. You had me at puppy bowl, but you are right. You You are pulling out all the stops this year, Dan. It's exciting. One more cool fact thing that I'm really excited about is the first ever fantasy football puppy draft. You can draft your own team of oh uh, 11 members prior to the game, and then during the game you can track their stats because we'll be posting their game stats on screen so you can see how your team does. Um, it just adds a little more excitement to an already pretty exciting game. How Go does ahead. that work? Tell me about the puppy fantasy sure. football. Alright, so I have to find like 11 pups and say we have a team, or tell me how that works. It's pretty, Yeah, and it won't be hard because there's a total of 66 pups on our roster. They come, as you probably know, from all over the country, from rescue centers and shelters. They're all available for adoption. And that's sort of our big mission here with Puppy Bowl is to promote adoption awareness and let people know that if they want a loving cat or dog, they should look at their local shelter first. And chances are you're going to find an adorable, loving animal to come take home with you. So that's our first sort of, you know, right out of the gate, that's our first thing. And out of the 66 pups, you'll get to choose 11 of your faves. And once your team is constructed animal planet you just go to the website we'll track your team and give you basically total total amount of touchdowns and if the dogs had any <laughs> penalties and at the end of the game you can see how your team did against maybe your friend's team who's got a different 11 member puppy team so it's exciting it's just another way to be um to get our audience more involved and to get them more excited in the um you know the outcome of the game now, Dan Shackner, folks, you've seen him. He's hosted television shows. He's a commercial actor. Mm-hmm. He lives in New York, and you live in the same city I do, only we're in different coast, Oceanside. I'm in California. Oh, yeah, Oceanside, California. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, baby. It's a lot warmer here. But this uh, is be- a cool gig. Beautiful. Now, the other Kevin Bacon six degrees of whatever connection we have is that I work with Nate Burkus. He's one of the uh, Benefold Dream Dog Park celebrity judges. I'm yeah. with him and Jason Cameron. We make up the dream team he's a nice guy he was on our show so you are the announcer sure correct is. for the nate Burkett. yes yes 
the Nate Burkish show uh, ended last year, but for two right. years I was their announcer. Yeah, and yeah, Nate Burkish has, has been a huge supporter of animal everything, and yeah, he's <laughs> wonderful with his dogs and his his organization, and um, we love him, and we love, I mean, all the celebrities that come and support us during Animal Planet, Puppy Bowl, are incredible. Uh, we had John Stewart here the other night. He has a three-legged pit bull that's a rescue. Oh, and he does. He, brought, he does, and he brought the pup long into our. We have a puppy bowl experience happening here in um, Times Square, New York. It's basically like a giant puppy bowl museum with mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame and a mini puppy bowl thing going on and exhibits, and you know, it's just another way to connect with our audience this week and the week leading up to puppy bowl and get them excited. Now, how did you get this gig? This is a cool gig. Yeah. Yeah. Worth howling about. Hey, honey, I got to be the ref for the puppy bowl ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting. I know. I, it's my claim to fame. Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of TV, voiceovers, commercials, hosting, that kind of stuff for years. Animal Planet knew me as a TV host because I hosted a couple of shows for them in the past. So they knew that I was good with animals and, and just, you know, in general, a big supporter of the network. When the last ref who had the job before me left three years ago, his position opened up. So I submitted a, a very involved audition tape where I went around and, uh, you know, interacted with dogs and tried to coach them in football. And it was really silly, (laughs) but um, it worked in convincing them that I was the guy for the job. So here I am three years later, and it's been terrific. You know, I think you're going to be a ref people love. Don't you think you're in a different position versus the two-legged referees for two-legged sports like Denver and Seattle's big game? But don't you think you're kind of like a benevolent overseer of these awesome possum puppies? Yeah, so benevolent overseer sounds a lot better than than a tough ref. And I think the reason for that (laughs) is that there's no coaches in puppy ball. So there's no, you know, unlike human football, there's no coaches to get up in my face and start yelling at me for a bad call. So you're (laughs) right. I do have an advantage there. (laughs) Now, there are some calls, and, uh, you know, I am the queen of puns, but you got to... Unleash a few of the things that we might be hearing you say while the puppies go sure. from goal to goal. You know, I divide the penalties into two categories, really. The first is a set of penalties that have counterparts in human football. So instead okay. of pass interference, yeah, instead of pass interference, we might say pause interference. And instead of, say, <laughs> illegal formation, we'll say illegal formation. We'll also say things like dog collar tackle, and that's the real penalty in football that works both ways, of course. Right. We also have, instead of intentional grounding of the ball, we have intentional growling. So those are the ones that have these, you know, they're sort of, their counterparts. And of course, roughing the passer is the biggest one, right? R-E-F-F, the pass. Um, now, do you get any so uh, bonus the, points for uh, sniffing the opponent's uh, rear end in a canine handshake? You know, it hasn't happened to the point where it's fouled. It has happened, of course. They're pups. But yeah. it has not happened to the point where it's so egregious that it stops the game. But trust me, the day that happens, they will have a sniffing penalty, I promise. The other set of penalties are the ones that have no counterparts in the human league. Ones that okay. you'll never find human football players playing, such as, um, oh gosh, illegal napping. That happens a lot <laughs> in our game. Uh, you know, pups will just lie down on the sidelines and say, okay, I'm going to take a nap and they're out. Oh, we have, well, we have a water bowl that's in the middle of our field. So when the pups right. take too long to drink, we have excessive hydration or illegal bathing because sometimes they'll just pop in there. You know, those are some you know, excessive cuteness. If there's three or four more pups all piled up and they're just kind of playing and gnawing at each other in an adorable way, I got to throw a flag and stop the game because it's so adorable that we've got to watch it. So this is what I mean. There's some penalties that are specific only to puppies. So we try to be fun with it. We try to be creative with it. And every year there's new penalties. And you have a big field with all the, how many, you've got like 22 dogs on the field at one time coming in and out. It's 66 altogether, but 12 to 15 on the field at any given time. Okay, okay, 12 to 15. So how do you keep track of it all? 
Well, the good thing about Puppy Ball is there's not just so many fans, but there's so many people willing to help. We have a crew of nearly 100 people at the Puppy Bowl taping that help wow. is there, you know, between the handlers, between the people from the rescue centers, our volunteers, people from the Humane Society, ASPCA, plus the control room and all the producers. There are 21 cameras that catch all the action. Nothing gets by anybody. If something is happening, you know, something needs to be controlled, organized, somebody is there to do it. So the good news is that I get a lot of help. I may be the only human that you see, but I'm not the only human behind the scenes. Because this is on Animal Planet and it's by Discovery Studios, the thing they mm-hmm. also saw is that you have the Instagram feature. You really are going into the social media, and I do want people to dash over to animalplanet.com slash puppybowl. You guys got to check this out. There's a lot of cute videos that are going to get you to tune in, and it starts at uh, 3 o'clock Eastern and Pacific, I believe, but it's going yeah. all new content every hour. So tell me a little bit about the Instagram part. I like that you're Pretty getting cool. Um, again, it's yeah, it's just another way to get uh, folks more involved. If you hashtag, for those of you who use Instagram, if you uh, right. take a picture, throw it on Instagram and hashtag Puppy Bowl, we'll get that in our feed. And then as the game is playing, you have a, a shot at getting your picture live on screen. You know, we can't get everyone's picture live on screen, but with as many hashtag Puppy Bowls, uh, Instagram pics as we get, we are going to throw up there as well. And if they don't make it to our broadcast, they'll, you know, they'll make it on the internet as on our uh, website. So that's another, just one more feature that, you know, we get people involved, you know, digitally as well. It's exciting. What about the Penguin cheerleaders? Have they been really practicing their routines? What can we expect from the Penguins? Uh, what we can expect is a very, let's say, a very uh, poised performance. Penguins are not <laughs> ones to sort of, you know, yeah, they're very graceful. They're very poised. Um, there's not a lot of back and forth movement with Penguins. You know, they're, they're, they're very they're kind of stoic. So they're not our most dynamic cheerleaders in the world, but they certainly look very regal. And they look, you know, they look very happy and at peace to be there. We did Penguins this year because it was sort of a nod to the fact that the Super Bowl is being played outside in cold weather for the first time. And so people made a big deal about the cold weather this year. So we said, okay, let's try, you know, let's try Penguins out there and and see what happens. What about Keyboard Cat? I mean, seriously, is this the uh, feline Liberace of the keyboards or what? He is. Yeah, Keyboard Cat is, you know, they've been around a long time, Keyboard Cat, and we were able to book him for this gig. (laughs) We also have another celebrity cat called Lil Bub, who you may or may not know from the internet as well. And and Lil Bub is going to be checking in throughout the game well. And this is all part of the Kitty Halftime Show. There are 21, between 20 and 30 cats performing, sort of on a giant sort of uh, cat toy that we put in the middle of the field and the cats, you know, kind of prance around. And, and that's a lot of fun, too. So something for everybody. And you mentioned John Stewart. Is there going to be any other, uh, like some, any celebrities going to pop in or do any? Uh... Well, yeah, he came to our, yeah, he came to our Times Square experience here. He won't be on the show, but he's a big supporter. As far as the show itself, our biggest human celebrity would be Michelle Obama. She uh, oh, announces nice. sort of our, she does our pregame. Oh. We get to meet the White House pops, Sonny and Bo, of course. And Sonny, Bo, and Michelle Obama uh, get to uh, basically kick us off and say, let's play ball. So it's, it's pretty <laughs> exciting. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anything else you'd like to say? Let's make sure we get all the information on how people can tune in. Everybody's going to be watching Denver and Seattle, but I have a feeling for the people that really aren't into the gridiron, you've got a Mm -hmm. huge audience potential coming because everybody loves puppies. We do. Last year was our highest rated show ever. You know, we had a lot of people tuning in and this year I can guarantee you it's an even better and bigger and more adorable show and still with, you know, the mission of promoting adoption awareness. So it's really something special and I think we're going to have an even better year. And I just encourage people to tune in. Sunday at 3. If you missed the 3 o'clock broadcast, don't worry. We'll be on every two hours till 3 in the morning. And what about, uh, what's the age of these athletes, these canine athletes, these pups? Yes, they're between 10 and 20 weeks old. 
What's the weight, weight difference? That is not well. See, the thing is, it's not much of a weight difference once you get the 12 to 15 on there because we put the small dogs with the small dogs and the larger dogs with large dogs. So we're not going to, you know, we'll <laughs> put terriers for the most part with terriers and, you know, we'll keep them uh, that way just to keep the gameplay fair. So that's why we rotate in all these different types so that we get to showcase not just different breeds, but different sizes and, um, you know, it keeps the game interesting. Any tips for the pups on how to play the game the best? I mean, you've been doing this. You're the yeah. ref. What I, makes I a good speed. MVP most valuable Yeah, pup? more than anything, more than the ball handling, it's speed. You know, it's, oh, the, okay. it's the faster puppies that can race down the field with the chew toy, and, once, and all they have to do is drag it into the end zone, and once they do, that constitutes a touchdown. Once those pups are racing to the field, I mean, that's half the battle is making it downfield, right? So, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the quicker pups uh, are the ones that are the ones that tend to score the most. Um, they, they kind of like fly under the radar a little bit. So I would say look out for the, for the smaller, faster breeds on Sunday. And uh, any predictions for the game on yourself as far as the human puppy one? Game? The puppy oh, the I'm human about one? The, yeah. Yeah. Well, all we care about, all the puppies care about as far as the human one is that both teams are named after animals. So we're very excited about that. We got a Bronco and we got a Seahawk. So the fact that, you know, if it was a Jed or a Titan or a Giant, you know, they yeah, good would point. be very confused and not know who to root for. They wouldn't even care. So they're just happy that animals are being represented in the human league as well. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're speaking with Dan Shackner. He's going to be the ref for Puppy Bowl 10. It airs on Animal Planet, and it it's, kicks off at around 3 o'clock Eastern and Pacific. Yep. But, you guys, uh, there's a lot of ways you can you get to vote for the most valuable pup. There's a lot of cool things. We're talking about everything from penguin cheerleaders to keyboard cats and more. This is a must-see thing. And as you get bleary-eyed after the regular Super Bowl... Flip over to Animal Planet or set your DVR because you're going to be in love with the pups. And I think this is better than agility or any other canine sport. And unleash the pups, Dan. We'll try. We'll do our best. Thanks so much, Arden, for having me on. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. That wraps up our show for today. I want at this time also to thank our earlier guest. We're talking about John Sterling, who's going to be handling the Kitten Bowl on the Hallmark Channel. And special thanks to Dan Shackner, who's going to be the ref for the Puppy Bowl on Animal Planet. It is going to the dogs and cats this year for the Super Bowl. I also want to thank my producer, Mark Winner, who makes this show happen each and every week. And he surgically weaved these two episodes together into one. We're going to hope you get to enjoy it. Check it out. My prediction for the game, hmm, I'm an ex-sports writer. I am hoping, keeping my paws crossed, that good old Denver beats Seattle. I'm very delighted I live on the West Coast. I can't lose either one. They're both West Coast teams. But I'd like to see Peyton Manning get a second championship so he can tie his kid brother Eli with the number of Super Bowl wins. But I just hope it's a close, high-scoring game. And everybody, I wish you a happy, happy Super Bowl Sunday. Cuddle up with your dogs and cats and check out these two shows. They're very, very worth it. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.